Where do I stand? I mean, I need to be around 140. Most people are scared to death to make lowball offers on distressed properties, but for me, I love it, and it's actually one of my favorite things to do, and the reason is because I follow a very simple format that works like magic. On this video, watch me do a live call and then discuss what I did on that call with my 16-year-old son who's learning how to wholesale and flip houses. All of that and more, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Motivated Seller Scripts so you can talk to, email, and text sellers with confidence. Download it now at freesellerscripts.com. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton, and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for almost 18 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country, and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe, click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Now it's time for the next generation to start learning the business. I had 10 kids to ensure my legacy lives on for many generations. And as part of his homeschool curriculum, my 16 year old son, kid number three, is learning how to wholesale and flip houses. Right now he uses my Flipster software system to find leads, then he runs the deal analyzer to determine a buy price, and when he finds good ones that he's excited about, I'll model for him how to call and talk to sellers and agents so that he can see what it looks like to make offers. And like most people, number three is a bit intimidated to get on the phone, which is totally normal. I felt that way too in the beginning, but what I love about number three is he doesn't let his anxiety stop him from taking action, which means he's gonna be wildly successful in this business. By the way, if you've never heard of Flipster, it's the nation's number one all-in-one software for organizing, streamlining, and automating all of the steps to wholesale and flip houses, including finding good deals. And if you wanna learn how to get unlimited motivated seller leads for less than a penny per lead, including phone numbers and emails, Register for a free training to learn all about an exclusive limited offer. Just go to getunlimitedsellerleads.com for more details. So using the MLS Finder tool in Flipster, number three found this distressed property for sale on market for $169,900. After running the numbers using the Flipster deal analyzer, number three determined that $140,000 would be a great buy price that would make it a good deal to flip. Then we called the listing agent to make the offer, which we're gonna to cut to that live call in a second. And it was an awesome call because the agent was super cool, but stick around because after the call, I took a few minutes to explain and discuss with my son what I did on the call and why I did it. And you don't wanna miss that. Okay, let's cut to the call. Uh, yeah, the listing I can remember. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure, have you, uh, have you been through it? Have you seen it at all? No, I haven't been through it yet. Uh, just saw the pictures. I mean, it's right up my alley. I kind of know exactly what would need to be done. I'm a flipper. I do quite a bit of these. Okay. Um, seems pretty yeah, basic. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a bit of work. Um, you know, but it's, it's, you know, it seems to be mostly cosmetic. What's the story behind this one? There's, uh, you know, it's the, 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 the guy's owned it since, oh man, I don't even know when he bought it. I, I had double check, but he's owned it for a number of years, him and his brother. His brother moved down from Mary's. He stayed on at the house. He's a younger guy. And, uh, Was it being used as a rental? It's not a rental. It's okay. It's mostly been, you know, I guess yeah. semi-abandoned. Um, you know, the, the, okay. the owner, homeowner went through some hard times. 
and uh, wasn't living there and now he's back on his feet and he's living with his parents and just wants to unload it just get rid of it okay well i am cash you know an investor i would be looking to flip it so i'd go in and, and do a renovation and then flip it um yeah, have you got that's mostly who's going to be who's yeah <laughs> have you gotten much interest in it already uh, quite a bit yeah uh, nothing, nothing nothing we're interested in so far you know a lot of a lot of flippers so far i mean you know we've had a number of people interested flippers cash offers nowhere where the buyer wants to you know make a move yet he's kind of said okay let's just keep you know, keep, keep waiting and, or the seller keep it in the pocket and see if there's something better that comes in and then you know if we list it for a week or two and if nothing better comes in then we'll just go back to the to those folks that uh, you know the flippers yeah. that are kind of low right now i might be one of them <laughs> okay but I, I did want to tell you, I am cash, I can close quickly, and I'm unrepresented, so I'd want you to write the offer. Can you do that? Yeah, sure. Then if you want to get in to see it, um, you know, I can give you a lockbox if you'd like. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, my guy on the ground that I would send over, he's licensed too, so he could, he could do a showing if we needed to. But typically the way I like to do it, Ben, is um, make a verbal offer, cash, you discuss it with the seller, if he likes it or counters or whatever we come to, then then write it. That way you're not wasting time. I'm not wasting time. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think the back end is on this? What do you think it'll sell for? I mean, it, it is on Clinton River Road. Is that a real busy road? Doesn't seem to affect residential over there much. No, it's not. It's not a busy road at all. It's kind of okay. know, it's, it's kind of off off the beaten path. You have Van Dyke. There's not a ton of traffic. It's right by a park. It's you know it's got a great yard and it's right by. Uh, uh, you know, it's got Utica schools, um, so it's it's a really nice location. But like I said, I mean, the house, he's just he just let it go. I mean, it's you know. It, What's the it, basement it, like? The basement, um, it was semi. You know, it's finished, but I mean, mm -hmm. it's finished. You know, back in you know, looks like seventies, seventies or eighties. Yeah. Um, you know, wood panels, crappy tile on the floor. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty. It's just pretty beat up. Down is there. that where the half bath is? No, the bathrooms are right next to each other. Um, I didn't. I didn't put a picture of the half bath because it's so dirty. Okay, um, it's a legit half bath. Yeah, it's on the main floor. Okay, um, they're, they're they're literally stuffed right next to each other. It's kind of awkward. Okay, where do I stand? I mean, I need to be around one forty. Okay, um, you know, so I have two verbals at one forty and one verbal at one fifty. Um, okay. It makes me feel good. I did the right analysis then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the number to get in there, you know, spend some money, flip it. After you pay all your fees, you know, make a few bucks. Yeah, so um, you're in the ballpark of, you know, what we've are they back so far. Are they unrepresented? Yes. Okay, so they would be direct with you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least, you know, one guy, like I said, one guy I've done deals with before. Another guy just kind of came out of the woodwork, sent me a text message. I, 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 you know, the 150 guy I've never dealt with before. So. Okay. But he said no to those, so so he wants to wait and see what else comes in? Yeah, yeah. He, he want, he's like, look, you know, we listed it. You know, we had like, you know, 15 showings yesterday. We got like another you know, nine lined up today. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're rolling in. So he's like, let's, you know, let's see what comes back before we just, uh, you know. Start, start talking. Because, you know, and, and to be honest, I mean, you know, this was, you know, when he's, we started talking about this, you know, and that's like six months to, you know, get, get it together and, yeah. and get it on the market. And to be, to be fair, it probably benefited it because... This, oh, for sure it did. This, this, this market is, is insane. 
Yeah. So I don't blame him for wanting to see what comes back because right now it's the weirdest thing as a flipper. I actually have to build into my formula appreciation. Like I would now, ne I've never done that before. That's just like that's like a cardinal rule. You never do that because that's speculating, and you know. Yeah. But if you don't, you're not competitive because everybody's everybody's adding in future appreciation because you know four months from now when I put it back on the market, it's going to be worth more. And everyone's going to put that put that into their you know into their into their planning. So the guy that get the guy that pays the most is the guy most aggressive on what he thinks appreciation is going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. It's, it's who, who, yeah, who puts the highest value on what the house is going to be worth when, they, when it's time to sell. I got, a, I got a guy I work with. He, uh, he bought the property at an auction. It took him forever. He was pissed. It took him forever to get possession, but he was going to fix it up and sell it. I was like, well, why bother? He's like, just list it. Just list it. He like, yeah, he made thirty grand without touching it. He's like, yeah, He's yeah. Like, our re our rehabs are so minimal now. Painting cabinets, you know, like you don't even need to do much because the inventory problem. Well, I'd love to be in the running for this one. What What do you think it would take to get this one? It's gonna be hard to to do that until we get so we at least get through the weekend to see, you know, if any if any other offers, what kind of interest comes back. But okay, um, and he gets a cash offer over a retail offer, right? Yeah, yeah, he under he understands. Okay, because yeah. you don't want inspections and appraisals and all that. I mean, maybe maybe he does, but that's gonna you be know, that house so. is gonna I be a nightmare to get. I had somebody call me yesterday. Somebody called me yesterday and asked me if I will take an FHA loan. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, why? What what do you think will pass? I'm like, no. About thirty things. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever done an FHA? Oh, nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, like this house is a complete rehab. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Maybe what I'll do is I'll I'll get my guy over there this weekend. That way we don't have to worry about looking at it, you know? I can close super fast. I can put down a big earnest money. You know, like I'm, I can maybe beat some of those other cash offers, not in price, but in terms. Okay. So if that's important, yeah, I, got, I got the last name was Norton. What was the first name? Jerry. Jerry. Okay. Yeah. First, I thought when I first said Jerry Norton, I got a flashback. I said maybe Joe Norton, the old the bug juice guy. If you know. <laughs> no, not. No, that's not me. Yeah. But I wish I was uh, Norton antivirus. I wish I was that Norton. It would be good to be the, the bug juice guy too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably doing all right. Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, but I've been doing deals in Metro Detroit for about 18 years. Okay. Well, all right, so. Jerry. Well, okay. Let me, uh, you know, we're, we're going to need to get through, you know, a few more days and probably through the weekend before before he's ready to okay. you know, do anything. But you're, you'll definitely be in the running. I'll, I'll keep you in the loop. And, uh, and put, put, we'll me on your, put me on your speed dial for guys to call when you get stuff like this. All right. Yeah, you got it. Like even you before listing it, give me a call we'll, if, if the seller's open to it and... I'll let you represent me on every one of your listings, but I want to work with you so that you keep you call me in the future with your deals. Okay, absolutely. Well, I appreciate it, Jerry. Okay. Well, then let's we'll, right, we'll touch so. base on Monday then. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Let me know if anything changes or anything comes up or whatever. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Bye. Okay. So, Jonathan, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I did on that call. So. You notice building rapport is like a really big thing. See, I kind of try to make friends with them, yeah. make conversation, joke a little, talk a little. It's so important when you're dealing with sellers or agents or really anybody that 
they like and trust you. People do business with people they like and trust. And so building that, that trust is really important. The way I do that, I do a couple of things. I like to ask them their opinions about things. People feel important when you ask them what they think. Right? So when I say to him, uh, what do you think it could sell for? Or, um, yeah, I totally agree with you about how FHA loans are hard. You know, find things that you can relate to them and agree with them. So the more, the more you agree with people, the more they tend to feel valued, they feel important, and people like to feel that way, right? So that's kind of, there's no real script for that. It's just look for opportunities where you can ask questions, get his feedback, get his opinion, find out what he thinks, and you can learn things from that too, right? You can learn a ton from that. So there's that. Uh, I like to ask what's going on with the property. So I'll ask questions like, well, what's going on here? And they tell you all about the seller. You know, he's abandoned the property, wants to sell it, things like that. Uh, he gave really good information about other offers. So did you notice when he said, yeah, we got some low offers, he didn't tell me the low offer. But then what was interesting is I said to him, yeah, I'm probably one of those. Mm -hmm. Because what you want to do is you want to be really careful. Hey, go on over in the living room now, okay? Okay? When he was saying how, yeah, we've got some other low offers, in my mind, I want to know what those other people are offering so now we know what we're competing against. Mm -hmm. But I also know that they're asking 170 and we're at 140, so I want to lessen the blow to my low offer, right? Because if you just come right out and, you're, and they're like, what's your offer? And you're like, it's this. If, it's, if there's a big range, if you're quite a bit lower, then it can, come up, it can come across abrasive or offensive to some agents or sellers, if you're talking to sellers. So I kind of try to lighten it. I try to say, oh, I'm probably one of those lowball offers like those other ones you've got. And then, um, so then I, you know, as you build rapport, he'll open up more. So he told us I got a 140 and a 150. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to tell us that. He's telling us our competition. So now we know where we stand. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to pay 150 or that we can beat those other offers, but at least we kind of know, all right, well, what am I up against? What are the odds that I, we're going to have a shot at this? And so then you hear me ask him, I'm like, hey, how do we get in the running, right? How do you throw us in the hat? How do we get a call back? And did you hear what I said? I said, we may not be able to be the best price, right? So there's that 150 offer, but maybe they need financing. Maybe they need 30 days to close. Maybe yeah. they need inspections. Maybe they need stuff, and we can waive all of that. Now, not everybody has that opportunity. A lot of people that you know watch my videos, they don't have big earnest monies and they can't close in two days and all that. But we can, so we're going to leverage that. And as you get better and better at this business and you have those options, you can use them to make to become a better investor. So, like, maybe that 140 offer and we're 140, but they have a thousand dollar earnest money, and we have a ten thousand earnest money. Or maybe they need two weeks to close. We can close in a week. Some sellers will take a lower offer if the terms are better. So, and then we ended up with, okay, well, we'll call you on Monday. So we're not out of this deal. We may have a shot at this deal. I feel really good about 140 as a buy. If we can get that deal for 140, I think we can keep the rehab at 30. And I think that baby will sell in the 220s. Now the comps right now are not 220, but the, the Detroit, the Metro Detroit market's blowing up and it's yeah. been blowing up. So I'm factoring on in you know four or five months when we go to sell it, getting a little bit of that appreciation. So I think right now the number's 210. If we were to sell it today fixed up, 
But in four, five, six months, when we actually sell it, it's probably 225. Now that's a little risky to make that assumption, but I think that's okay to do given just, I've been paying really close attention and I don't think it's gonna slow down too much. So uh, what, what are the things that you pick up from that? What things did you learn from the call? Um, questions well, we had those other agents and like sometimes they're just, that other guy was a lot meaner and this guy was like, you could tell he was a lot more interested in talking to you and he also did a good job of like, not just making an offer and then like, not, like you made it sound like you was your friend, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like that can really help you when you're making an offer. Yeah, totally helps you. That's such a big part of it. You know, did you notice I said, "Hey, I want to be your guy. I want you to. Yeah. I want you to save my number. Call me," because this guy could turn into deal after deal. He could be a guy that we get five deals a year. Because that's what, that's what you're saying. Those other offers, yeah, were guys people that, he knew. Yeah, people that he knew. One of them he knew. Yeah, he said one of them I knew. The other one I didn't. So we already have to compete against a buddy, someone he's worked with before. That guy has an advantage over us. But if we can get our foot in the door, agents like this, they tend to get a lot of distressed properties. Those agents tend to get more distressed properties because they know how to talk to that type of a seller. They're patient. You know, Mm -hmm. if you look at these pictures, they're horrible. There's like bed, you know, bunk beds in the picture and crap on the floor. Yeah. Like, but the agent doesn't, doesn't really care. It doesn't concern him. He's okay to do a listing like that. Some agents are really, they don't want to take on listings like that. So they don't really get much of that. So this is the kind of agent who, and he's friendly, he's open. He said he'd give us the lockbox. Yeah. They're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to give a lockbox. That was cool. Yeah. Like I could just call this guy and say, Hey, what's the lockbox? We want to go in there and he'd give it to me without representation. So really cool guy. I'd love to build relationships with agents like this. A lot of people, they underestimate just how powerful agents are in this business. My goal is to have hundreds of agents that that know you, they know you can perform, they know you're a cash buyer, and they'll call you with their deals. And sometimes I said to him, I said, hey, preferably call me before you list it. Because imagine he got this listing, imagine he calls us up and he says, hey, I'm getting ready to list this property on Friday. But why don't you go over there and take a look at it and give me your number? I know what the seller's bottom line is. They'll be happy if they get this number. Mm-hmm. And he, he'd prefer to sell it without going online. Now, not all sellers are that way. But if he were, and we come in there, make our offer, get the deal, that'd be sweet. So that happens all the time. So this is really great to kind of model that. But guess what? Mm-hmm. Getting on the phone and doing it is how you learn the best. Yeah. And it's going to be awkward. You're going to, you know, you're going to stumble. They're going to ask questions. You're not going to know what to say, but you do it again and again and again. And just like anything, you get better and better until it's like second nature and comfortable. So, uh, so it's exciting, but great job, Johnny. You found this deal. The numbers aren't that far off. Yep. You know, it's a great fix up deal and we might get it. Yep. All right.